Good morning. I've had the privilege of teaching out at Camp Capers now for summer camp several times over the years. The last summer that I was there, after several days of teaching, one of the camp counselors approached me and asked me if I could carve out some time to meet with her cabin and just talk with the girls. I was a little taken aback because this particular counselor was not one that I had necessarily connected with that week, so I was kind of curious as to where this conversation might go. But I said, absolutely, I would love to meet with you all. And that afternoon, as I walked to their cabin, I couldn't help but wonder what might be going on. What might be so pressing that they asked me to come and chat with just their cabin. I remember walking in and looking around at the bunks and seeing all these young faces staring back at me, some with smiles, some not, but most definitely all eyes were on me. I sat down on the floor, and as I get older, it's a little more difficult to do, sat down on the floor and I leaned against a bunk and for the next hour and a half, I proceeded just to listen. Honestly, I'm not sure that I ever even spoke. I listened to stories about boyfriends and girlfriends and school and grades and stories about parents and step-parents and siblings and stories about their belief and their doubts about God. As they spoke, some were painting their fingernails while some were making friendship bracelets. And as I stood up to leave, I remember thanking them for trusting me with their stories. I walked back to my cabin and all I could think was how grateful that I was that God allowed me to be this safe person, if only for a while, for these young girls to share their joys and their sorrows. And that day in that girl's cabin at Camp Capers will forever be a cherished memory for me. Because for me, that day will now always be the epitome of what it truly looks like to go and make disciples of all nations from our gospel reading this morning in Matthew. For too many years, I used to believe that this verse was all about how many people I could single-handedly convert to Christianity. How if I just talked and talked and talked about Jesus, surely I could convince them to be a follower. But the truth of the matter is, all I can think about now when I hear this verse is that I won't be able to make a single disciple anywhere if I don't first show the love of Christ and live by Christ's example. This year as a diocese, we have been challenged to not only read the Gospel of Matthew, but we are encouraged to study and reflect on the verse, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Children and youth who attend Camp Capers, Duncan Park, and Mustang Island this summer will participate in activities that will help them to dive deeper into what it looks like to live out this great commission, to go and make disciples of all nations. This great commission that we read about this morning was given to the disciples after the resurrection 
And Jesus commanded them to share everything they knew about him and everything they had seen. In the Gospel of John, this message reads, Just as the Father has sent me, Jesus, so I send you. God sent Jesus not only to talk and teach, although he did do that, but Jesus was sent to listen, to build relationships, to heal the sick, restore the sight to the blind, have the hard conversations with folks, eat dinner with those on the margins, but most importantly, Jesus was sent to love well. And as followers of Jesus, we too are instructed to do the same. Not to just sit around and talk about it, but get to work showing people how Jesus lived. Will we too have doubts? I would be surprised if we didn't. But remember that Jesus was not deterred by the doubts of his first followers, and he is not deterred by ours. He met the disciples right where they were at, just like he will meet us right where we are at. Can you imagine if Jesus waited until everyone was full of faith before he started spreading this message of love? We might still be waiting to hear that good news. Just like the disciples gathered, we also gather on Sunday mornings and worship together, hopefully being filled with the Holy Spirit and equipped and encouraged to be sent out for the following week's work. And with our words and actions, showing the world how Jesus lived and loved and healed and had compassion and welcomed and reconciled and prayed. Jesus commands us all to obey what he has commanded, which is to love God with all our heart, our soul, and our mind, and to love our neighbors as ourselves. I believe that the Ezekiel passage that we read this morning is also a great commission of sorts. We hear about a valley filled with dry bones that so desperately needs the breath of God to bring them back to life. Could sound a lot like the hurting and broken world we find ourselves in today. As Christians who are filled with the Spirit of God, I believe we all have the privilege and the responsibility to breathe the breath of God into the lives of those we meet, to bring the dry bones back to life, to heal, to restore hope. All nations are crying out for this. Now more than ever, our children and our youth are crying out for this. To breathe the breath of life into the hurting and the broken and restore hope. I believe with everything in me that Camp Capers, Duncan Park, and Mustang Island is one way we can offer this hope to them. Time away from the pressures they face on the daily. The constant barrage of technology and handheld devices, school, grades, state testing, bullying, fights in the hallway, 
threats of school shootings, etc. Like the Israelites, they are tired and worn out, and some even have no hope. Summer camp breathes the breath of life into their weary souls and gives them permission to simply be kids so that they can go back out into the world and feel hope restored. All children and youth in our diocese are offered this hope this summer, and I would love to chat with everyone after this service about how we as a church can walk alongside to breathe this breath of God into all of our children and youth this summer. Recently, I started reading a book titled Healing Our Broken Humanity by Grace Kim and Graham Hill. The authors share how too many people have never learned how the church is not a door to shut out the world, but a door to enter more deeply into its beating heart. They remind the reader that the church is meant to remember, tell, and embody the story of Jesus. To show the world what God calls the world to be. The authors ask, whose stories, voices, wisdom, authority, and guidance are missing when we gather to do church? Maybe those are the voices that we need to be listening to. Like the disciples in the passage this morning, we are all being called to the work of Jesus, and we are promised that Jesus will be with us always to the end of the age as we do this work day after day through the power of the Holy Spirit. So how are you being called to go and make disciples of all nations? I truly believe that as Christians, we are all being commissioned to something. The question then becomes, will we each be obedient to the task that God has given us to do, even when it takes us outside of our comfort zone? Outside of our comfort zone. By now, you should have all received my letter sharing God's next call on my life and the life of Joanne as she walks alongside Stepping away from my position as director of children, youth, and families in order to attend seminary is not something that I might ever feel prepared to do on my own. And yet, I am confident that as my church family breathes the breath of God into my life through their love and their prayers, that this will be what carries me through. And I know that I leave all of the children and youth, my babies, in good hands as I leave them with a church family that will continue to model for them what it truly means to love God with all their heart, their soul, and their mind, and to love their neighbors as themselves. Because that is exactly what you have all modeled to me over the years. Please be a safe person for each of them, pulling up a chair to simply listen. And if and when they have doubts, remind them that Jesus 
will surely meet them exactly where they are, and he will be with them always. Amen.